Welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast. I'm Amy Rankin. I am an emotional intelligence and life coach, a speaker, a creator, and a wellness chaser. I have created this podcast for you to learn habits, mindset changes, and get really actionable takeaways to find out who you are, what lights you up, how you can love yourself again, and how to live your best life. Give yourself the space to welcome in more self-care and confidence, reduce feelings like overwhelm and stress, and let's find your sparkle again. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to episode 113 of the Nourishing Amy podcast. Welcome back. Today's episode, I am going to be talking to you about 10 really easy, simple habits that are going to help you to make life just feel easier. And the reason that I wanted to record this episode is because I look back at my life, you know, two or three years ago and my morning routines and my daily habits and my evening routine and you know like I had like an hour in the mornings that I would dedicate really solely for myself and I would have an hour of an evenings that I would dedicate to myself and look I know we go through different phases and different seasons in life and at the moment that just doesn't really feel possible like for me personally I obviously have a toddler and I am super pregnant um, and I'm also working my way through wrapping up work at the moment to go back on maternity leave again so there's a lot of stuff happening um, and I know for a lot of other people as well it can feel sometimes like I just want to roll my eyes at the idea of including something else into my day and including another routine, another thing, another habit. And so I wanted to make these things, things that are actually going to make a difference to your life, but talk about how they can be integrated into maybe perhaps habits that you already have or... um just essentially making them feel easy and simple really. So today's recommendation that I have for you is a podcast episode by Kylie Camps. So she has the Frey podcast. I've spoken about her a little bit on the podcast before. So if you've listened to previous podcast episodes, there's probably a few recommendations here and there from some of her episodes because she's great. Um, so the Frey podcast as a whole is a fantastic podcast, but the episode I was listening to the other day is called Free Therapy with Holistic Psychologist Laura Corican. I hope I said her surname correctly, but Laura on Instagram is at her successful mind. And so it is a interview with Laura and she talks about what a holistic psychologist is, but also it really touches on beliefs and behaviors and how you can create change, how you can question your beliefs. Now, I actually did, I think it was two or three podcast episodes ago now, my own episode on beliefs. And so if you liked that episode, 
I really think you will absolutely love that episode with Laura and Kylie as well. So go and have a listen. And also, if you haven't listened to that episode on beliefs, it's such a good one, personally, my one, I think, (laughs) Um, because it's a topic that I really go into with a lot of my one-on-one clients. And it's really interesting to dive into like, what are my beliefs, first of all? So starting to create some awareness around what do I believe? What are the subconscious maybe beliefs that I have and the thinking patterns that I have or um, the biases that I might have, but also then following on from that, like where does this actually come from though? Like where did I get this belief from? Why do I think this? Is this maybe something that's been passed down to me? And what can I do about that as well? So that's my episode on beliefs. And like I said, Kylie's um, episode over on the fray is really based around that as well. So I thought they kind of tie in really nicely together. Now, that is my recommendation for this week. Now, let's actually start looking at some of the things I've got on my list of 10 things that are just going to help to make life feel easier. There's a few practical things like a few physical activities and things that you can be including or routines or habits that you could be including. But there's also a few mental uh, or like mindset check-ins as well that you can be including. So I tried to mix it up and make it a little bit of both. So the first one that I have is literally doing a self check-in. So every single morning or at least once a week, I really encourage this to be on like a Sunday evening or a Monday morning at least, if you're only going to be doing it once a week, doing a self check-in and asking yourself, what do I need this week? What do I need? What is it? Like if there was one thing that was going to make the biggest difference, I posted a reel about this last week actually. The one question that I ask every single one of my one-on-one clients at the end of our sessions, what is going to make the biggest difference for you? We have fortnightly one-on-one sessions. So my big question for them on top of the things that we talk about is, okay, like all of this being said and thinking about everything we've discussed in our session, what is going to make the biggest difference for you over the next two weeks? What do you want to be focusing on? in between now and our next session. And the reason that that helps is because instead of, it just kind of pulls you out of the reality of the situations or circumstances of current life. And what I mean by that is it's really easy to get caught up in like the story. And like I said in the last two podcast episodes, when I'm talking about story level, I don't mean like, oh, you know, you've made something up. What I mean is the meaning that your brain is giving to things in that it's the he said, she said, or like this happened and then this happened. If you were going to sit down and go to coffee with a friend and they had said to you, oh, how's work been? And you were going to explain, you know, play by play something that happened at work or a conversation that you've had with a friend or a family member or something that's happening for you. That's your story level when you're like, and then this happened and then this person said this and then I said this back and, you know, we go to and fro. That's our story level. So that's the way that your brain is processing and breaking down a situation or circumstances. And so what happens is we can get quite caught up in that aspect because your brain feels like, okay, this is what's happening in front of me. This is the situation. But what we can do when we actually do that self-check-in, check in with yourself, feel into like, what is it that I need this week? It takes you out of that and it gives you a bit of a fly on the wall perspective of just like, 
hang on, what is going to make a difference for me this week? Instead of getting caught up in the stuff and the things and like, you know, the life things, instead of getting caught up in my feelings and things that are going on around me, if I could just focus on something that's going to make a difference for me, what would that be? And what that actually does as well, something that I do speak about on the podcast regularly is bringing that responsibility back to you of your own life of like, this is my life. If I can just be doing one thing for me this week, it brings that responsibility back to you of like, what can I do for myself? Not what am I waiting for somebody else to do? What am I feeling frustrated or annoyed or disappointed or overwhelmed or stressed about? What about me? What's going to make a difference for me? So that question, what do I need this week? Now that's number one. Number two I have is meal planning. So I know that this one seems basic and it seems like everyone talks about meal planning and it's like okay yes I know I need to plan my meals but why because it reduces your mental load and what I mean by that is instead of every day sitting down or (laughs) walking around your house at 5 p.m and being like oh my god what are we going to have for dinner I've gotten to my decision fatigue point, another podcast episode that I have if you scroll a few episodes back. If you've gotten to that decision fatigue point in the afternoon or the evening and then you're thinking about what to have for dinner, it's too overwhelming. There's too much stuff happening in your brain. You've got decision fatigue. You're feeling like you're not really actively making, um, you know, good, not necessarily good. I don't want to say good because I don't like labeling things good as as good and bad, but let's just say we're not necessarily making the best, most beneficial decisions when our decision fatigue is kicked in towards the end of the day. And especially when we're thinking about our meals and nourishing our body really well to feel like the best versions of ourselves. If you can be allocating 15 minutes to just sit down again, maybe like on a Sunday afternoon is when I do mine, And just think about, okay, I've got seven nights of meals to plan out. What am I going to cook? Now that brings me on to point three, which I have done and it makes such a difference on the days when I sit down on a Sunday and I'm like, well, my brain, I've already got decision fatigue and it's only 11 a.m. and my brain is just not working today. I don't even know what I feel like. Write out recipes that you love. So I've got these broken down into a few different categories. I've got bulk meals. So meals that I can make in bulk that will last us, say, two or three nights. So something like a veggie frittata will last us a few nights because the one I make is huge. Uh, Things like lasagna, maybe spaghetti, um, you know, those things that it's like, I know if I make this, this is going to be able to do us for two or three nights of meals. The way that I do that as well is I will bulk out meals with veggies. So say, for example, if I'm going to be making burritos or tacos or nachos, that's this is a bulk meal option that I do. So I make up a big batch of vegetarian uh, Mexican mix. So I get a few different cans of like um, like black beans, bean four bean mix, um, stuff like that. So I'll get, say, three cans of that, two cans of tin tomatoes and then what I also include in there is uh, like two zucchinis and two carrots. The carrots and the zucchini bulks that whole bean mix out and means that then I've got enough for say we might have nachos one night and then the following night we might do burritos. So we can mix it up a little bit and have it as it's essentially like 
a very similar meal, very similar ingredients, but we're mixing it up. And it means that that's then two nights and I'm only cooking once. So I mean, yeah. So bulk meals. Then uh, the other category that I have is easy meals. So things that are just super simple, maybe something like chicken schnitzel and mashed potato or something like, you know, you're really like go to easy meals when it's like, I know I'm not going to be getting home from work until like 7 p.m. or I've had a lot of running around to do. Maybe there's uh, some easy meals that you have made and got uh, frozen in the freezer. And then I also have another category for uh, vegetarian meals. So it's probably not a surprise to you that inflation is crazy at the moment and everything is more expensive. Petrol's more expensive. The cost of living is more expensive. Grocery shopping is a lot more expensive. And so I really try and make it a priority at least one night a week. Most of the time too, because most of the time with our meals, I will make them, uh, I will bulk them out. So generally the meals I make will last us for two nights. Um, I will make one, at least one or two of our nights vegetarian options. Not only is it healthier and means that we're including a variety of veggies in our diet, but it also reduces our shopping bill as well. And quite dramatically, I will say too, I've noticed when I really do make that a focus. Now, I do have to be quite transparent here. My brain had a moment on Sunday when I was sitting down to do my meals and I popped up a question box over on my Instagram and I was like, guys, like my brain has absolutely stopped working. Can you help me plan my meals for the week? And I got so many great responses back. And I'm actually going to make a highlight over on my Instagram because I had quite a few people also responding to the question box saying, oh my God, can you please share these? Because <laughs> um, I am sitting down to do my meal planning too and I just don't know what I'm going to be cooking. So head on over to my Instagram. It's just Amy underscore Rankin. I'll make a highlight for you of... Um, like meal planning and things like that. So that if you're feeling a little confused, I literally was able to plan out my whole entire month of dinners just from the suggestions that you guys gave. And the cool thing was it's stuff that I wouldn't also normally cook too, because it's like your suggestions, not from my own list. So like last night we had deviled sausages I don't think I've ever made that recipe before. And it was just a master foods recipe base. It was so good. Aaron was like, this smells amazing. And I just made it with mash and we had green beans on the side. It was really nice. So yeah, I'll leave that as a highlight for you guys. Um, I feel like there was something else that was coming to mind for me around this, but I've lost it. So that's okay. I'll come back to it if I remember. So tip number two and tip number three kind of go hand in hand together doing your meal planning but also writing out those recipes that you really love that are kind of your family's um, or your personal go-tos that you know you can just kind of grab out that list if you need to. Another uh, hint would also be keep the HelloFresh or Dinnerly or Menu, uh, what's it called? Men menu Log? No, not Menu. Anyway, um, you know what I'm trying to say. All of those different recipe cards, if you make a HelloFresh recipe, for example, that you really like, keep that recipe card and maybe keep them in a folder. I've just got literally like an A4 folder from Kmart and I keep all of the recipe cards in there. And what that means is, again, it's just a go-to. I can flick through that and have a look and just pick seven of those recipes out and cook them for for the week. Um, my next one is also relating to meal planning and things like that. 
online shopping, online grocery shopping. Now, this doesn't always, I don't do this every single week, but I do this when I know that I have a really busy week or I know that I'm already looking at my calendar feeling a little overwhelmed. I'm like, this is going to take me, you know, 10 minutes to sit down and do this now. And it means that I'm not going to have to be walking around the grocery store. It also helps me to save a little bit of money too, because I'm only buying the things that are actually on my grocery list and it stops me from chucking, you know, the extra little packet of cookies and muffins and things like that here and there. And as I'm walking around the shops, um, but online shopping, so click and collect is, has been my absolute savior, especially this last two years with Ollie. Um, you know, if he's been in a bit of a mood or I know we're going to be on the way home from daycare and it's like, look, I just really need this to be quick and easy and efficient. So again, something that can help to reduce that mental load for you on those weeks that do feel quite big, jump online. I'm sure Woolworths does the same thing. I do ours through Coles, but it saves everything that you've ever ordered before. So it also makes it super quick once you've done it a few times, because literally if I just search like milk or eggs or something now, I can go into my bought before section and it's just there and I can just click add to cart. I don't have to be searching through everything. It's super quick and super efficient. So another thing that can just help the week to feel a little more simple. And that's what this episode is all about. So how many tips is that? One, two, three, four. Number five. Tip number five is doing a Sunday reset. Now, what I mean by this is, and if you follow Steph Pace um, or Just Another Mummy blog, she does this all the time. She does this every week, actually. And I kind of got the idea from her and I've just made it my own. And this is what I encourage you to do. Think about what's going to make a difference for me if I was to focus on cleaning the house and just doing three or four things today. What would those things be? So, for example, for us over the weekend, it was um, washing our towels, washing our sheets and changing all of our bed linen. Uh, vacuuming and mopping the floor. And then I also did a kitchen clean and tidy. So cleaned all of the cupboards, cleaned out the microwave, cleaned the fridge, all of that kind of stuff. And that was my four things. And I knew that if I can just do these four things today, that's going to make a really big difference for me. So thinking about if you were to allocate, say, two hours on a Sunday and you could do a Sunday reset is what I call it. And that's what Steph calls it as well. What's going to make a difference for you guys in your household? Can you like refresh the linen, wash your sheets, maybe clean the bathroom, all different stuff like that. So pick three or four things and focus on doing them. And then you wake up on Monday, honestly, like freshly cleaned floors, like vacuumed and mopped floors and waking up on Monday morning. It's just so refreshing and like fresh bed sheet. It's just so good, you know? And I also really like to make my Sundays a bit of like a lazy, like afternoon, evening. I'll do um, my favorite face mask at the moment. One of my faves is one from Lush that I got for Christmas from Aaron's mum. And it's I think it's called Cup of Coffee, but it's a coffee body and face scrub and it's so nice. Now, I will actually say the granules in it are a little big and I know that you're not really supposed to have big granules on your facial skin so that you don't tear your facial skin. So what I do is I kind of put it on quite lightly, quite gently, and then I just let it sit. It's got some really beautiful oils in it and then 
when I'm washing it off, I kind of just pat some water onto my skin. I don't really like vigorously rub it off my skin um, and use a warm face washer to get it off. But I also love it for my body as well. It's so nice. It's so exfoliating. So um, yeah, that's kind of a bit of a Sunday reset extension. Then once Ollie has gone to bed, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do my coffee face mask. Um, I make myself a little mocktail that I've been making recently. I found um, this recipe at a little cafe on the water down near me and I'm obsessed with it. It's so easy. It's soda water, apple juice and lime juice. Oh my gosh, it's delicious. So I make myself a little mocktail. I put it in my wine glass. I do my face mask. I put my diffuser on. Um, And it's just a nice way to finish off the week, give back to myself, fill up my cup so that I feel like I'm starting my Monday fresh, you know. Now that kind of um, goes into my next point, which is number six, schedule in one thing for yourself. So on that Sunday when you're doing your meal planning, you're doing your online shopping, you're doing your Sunday reset, get your calendar out And schedule in one thing for you for the week. I don't care when it is. I don't care how long it goes for. I don't care if it's two minutes. I don't care if it's two hours. But schedule something into your calendar and stick to it. Now, if you have trouble doing that, or if you find you're someone that's like, oh yeah, like I'll get around to it, or I've scheduled something in for me, but then it gets to it and you're like, oh, today's too busy. I don't have time. Please go and listen to my podcast episode called Stop Cancelling on Yourself. I don't know what number is, but it's right back towards the beginning. It'd be probably somewhere around like maybe episode 20 or 30. Um, I'll pop it in the show notes for you, but please go and listen to that episode if you are one of those people that pop something into your calendar for you and then it just feels like life gets in the way. This is the whole point of this podcast episode. So go and listen to that so that you can feel more empowered to actually be scheduling those things into yourself, but really sticking to them and doing them and filling up your own cup because you are just as important as everyone and everything else in your life. And you need to give back to yourself just as much as you give to everybody and everything else in your life. My next tip is to set your clothes out the night before. So this is a really simple one. Again, we're talking about decision fatigue and thinking about decision fatigue here with this one. If you are setting your clothes out that you're going to wear the night before, it's one less decision that you have to be making the next day. And it's just one less thing on your plate in the morning. And again, these things, I want them to feel simple and easy and seamless to fit into your current routines. So setting out your clothes the night before, that way when you wake up the next morning, it's like, sweet, my clothes are here, ready to go, getting dressed out the door. My next one, now this is a bit of a mindset one here, is ask yourself why. And what I mean by this is whenever you notice a reactive behavior, a trigger, or a feeling coming up for you, maybe you feel frustrated with somebody, you feel disappointed with someone, something's happened and you're feeling annoyed, or you feel sad, or you're feeling anxious or stressed, something's happened during your week. I want you to just stop for a second when you're noticing a big feeling coming up or when you're noticing reactive behavior coming up for you just stop for a second and think hang on why am I having this reaction why is this triggering me or like why why do I feel like this why is this making me feel overwhelmed stressed frustrated angry 
And just sit with that why, like sit with that question that comes up for you like, oh, well, you know, I feel like I'm not being heard or I feel like this person's not respecting my boundaries or whatever the answer is. Ask yourself then after that, okay, but why does that matter? So it's a version of the five whys and the five whys is something I speak about quite a lot on here. Normally with the five whys, when I'm talking about it, it's in relation to things like goal setting and getting a really emotional connection to your goal so that you're feeling more motivated and so that you can employ discipline when your motivation is lacking. Now, in this respect, what I want to be thinking about is by getting to that root cause of why something is triggering you, why something is bringing up a certain reaction or feeling for you, you can work through it so much quicker. Because again, instead of getting stuck in story level of like, oh, well, this has happened today. I've had such a terrible day or it's been so hectic. I'm so busy. This is happening at work or this person has said this thing and you know, whatever the situation is. By asking yourself, okay, but why does this matter? Like, why is this triggering me? Why am I having this response? And just like sit with the answer, like I said, and then ask yourself why again, but why does that matter? You're getting deeper and deeper and you actually get to the root cause of why that thing is actually annoying you or bringing up that reaction or response for you rather than just having that responsibility outwards of you again, like I was saying earlier, Uh, that you bring that responsibility back to you and it's like oh that's interesting like okay yes I thought it was about this thing that this person said at work um, or that this person hasn't done this thing they said they were going to do but actually it's about this not that so it's really interesting you'll really start to create a deeper knowing of you and a deeper awareness of you and why things are feeling the way that they are for you, why your reactive behaviors can come up for you. Now, my number nine is be intentional with your screen time. With this one, I really want you to get serious about how about your weekly screen time report and consider how much time you are prioritizing to technology. The reason that I put this one in is because we are all busy. If you ask someone, hey, how are you going? How's your week been? Oh my gosh, I'm so busy. Like it's the number one response. So much stuff on. And it's true. There is a lot of stuff on. But something else that also clogs our days, and it's so habitual now that a lot of the time we don't even realize we do it, is screen time and the automatic reaching for your phone. So I want you to get really intentional with the way that you use your technology and only be picking up your phone if you are using it for something specific. If you're making a phone call, if you're returning a text, if you're just sitting down having your lunch and you're doing the automatic scroll, stop. Can you actually just give yourself some brain space for five minutes while you have your lunch? Or can you just sit and just breathe? Or go and sit outside in the sun and just relax for five minutes, you know? It was really interesting when we were doing the glow up challenge, one of the days, the task was when we did the 30 day refresh and we had a task every day, one of the days was three hours, no screen time. And I found it so interesting. I mean, obviously I'm on my phone a lot for work, like my 
work is on my phone. So it's always accessible. But it was so interesting to really notice how many times I just habitually would go to pick up my phone without even realizing and then be like, oh, I don't even have it with me because I specifically left it in another room so that I couldn't have it with me. And so it was really interesting then that it was like my hands would literally just go and make the movement to be looking for my phone before my brain would kick in and be like, hang on, you don't even have your phone with you. So being intentional with your screen time, getting serious about that screen time report, go and have a look at your last few screen time reports and see how much time you're spending on your phone and just question, how do I feel about that? Is that something that feels good for me? And then my very last tip for you, tip number 10 is either getting outside or moving your body. And the reason that I put this one in is because for some people, maybe exercise and movement isn't a huge priority and that's totally fine. But... If exercise and movement isn't a massive priority, at least getting outside and getting some fresh air. It just makes such a difference. It's a change of environment. So not only is it a physiological change for your body, it's an environmental change that if you have had a really busy day at work or you've got something going on with like friends or family members or you're feeling stressed, you're feeling overwhelmed, again, it can be really easy to just get quite caught up in that. And by getting outside, maybe you go and make yourself a cup of tea or coffee and go and sit outside in the sun or maybe you take some time of an evening and you just go and sit out and like watch the stars or something I don't know maybe you go for a walk on the beach or you go for a walk around your block in your lunch break to shake things up a little bit get outside get some fresh air change that environment your brain will thank you for it. If we're incorporating movement and exercise your body will thank you for it even if you know, get past that black or white thinking of like, well, if I'm going to be exercising, I need to be going to the gym or I need to do my gym class or I need to be um, exercising for an hour. Get rid of that black or white thinking and just think about what would it look like for me to move my body today? And maybe you do a 10 minute stretch on YouTube or something. Again, it changes that physiology. It changes your environment. Like you're getting up from your desk or your kitchen or your lounge or wherever you've been Um, and one of the ones that I really love is yoga with Adrienne. It's her 11 minute morning routine. It is so quick. Like it's literally 11 minutes. You can't tell me you don't have 11 minutes for you at least once a week, right? It's 11 minutes. It's a really beautiful stretch and it's just time for you to breathe, to stretch into your body and to just slow down for a minute. So if you are somebody that is feeling a little overwhelmed, that's feeling a bit stressed, if life feels busy, please prioritize. Get outside or move your body at least once a week. And there you have it. That's my 10 tips. So like I said, I wanted to keep them simple. I want them to feel achievable and I want them to just feel like this is something that's going to make a difference for my week to make things just feel easier so that I feel less overwhelmed. So I'm feeling less stressed. And so I feel like I can be filling up my own cup in small ways as well. So I hope that you've enjoyed. I hope there's at least one or two of the things that kind of resonates with you. I would love to see some of these things that you're implementing. Please tag me over on Instagram. Like I said, my Instagram is just amy underscore Rankin. And I would love to see whether you're doing your meal planning or you're doing your Sunday reset or you're going for a walk outside. Maybe you're listening to this podcast episode while you're going for a walk or you're having your coffee. I would love to see 
anything that you guys are doing to be giving back to you and to be making life feel a little more simple and a little less overwhelming. Thank you so much for being here with me this week and I'll see you next week. If you liked this episode, I would love for you to screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You guys have no idea how much that absolutely makes my day. I get such a big smile on my face. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I hope that you have gotten something from this episode. If you want to hang out more, you can search the Nourishing Amy podcast community in Facebook and come and join our group. We're talking all things life, love, overwhelm and everything in between. You can share your funny memes, your stories, and all of the life stuff. If you would like to get in contact with me, please don't hesitate to reach out and shoot me a message on Instagram. You can find me at Amy underscore Rankin. Last but not least, it really helps to support my podcast when you subscribe and leave a review on whatever app it is that you listen to this podcast on. I am just a little independent podcaster and every subscribe and review helps my podcast to be seen and heard by more people and to help more people get their sparkle back. Thank you again so much for being with me and have a fantastic day.